On today's show, RVs are selling at record levels in the American market. Several European automakers join forces to build an EV charging network, and how Donald Trump could give the auto industry regulatory relief. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Sales of new cars and trucks will probably set another record this year in the American market, and so will recreational vehicles. Sales of RVs have been growing for seven straight years and will top 400,000 units by the end of this year. There are a number of reasons why they're running so strong. Everything from cheap gasoline prices to huge numbers of baby boomers retiring. But here's one reason that caught our attention. Did you know that the IRS provides a tax deduction on the interest of a loan to buy an RV? It's considered a second home. Automakers sometimes come up with unusual ways to show off their products, and here's one that Volvo Trucks just pulled off. It towed a paraglider up a mountain pass in Croatia to showcase its iShift dual-clutch transmission. While it may not seem like that big of a deal, in order for the paraglider to stay in the air, the truck has to maintain a high cruising speed. And as you can imagine, that can be very difficult traveling up a mountain, especially in a heavy-duty truck, and even more so if the driver has to be shifting gears. But that's where the transmission comes into play. The truck is able to maintain its torque and speed during gear changes thanks to its system. And that's how they pulled off the stunt. Still to come, the German automakers and Ford team up to build a fast-charging network in Europe. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Ford has sold nearly 18 million Fiesta since the car was first launched in 1976. And today, the eighth generation of the small car will be unveiled in Germany. No details were released about the new Fiesta, but if you'd like to watch it live, check out the link in the transcript or look for it in the description box below. It starts at 8 p.m. Central European Time, which is 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. A number of automakers are teaming together to make EVs more viable. BMW, Daimler, Ford, and the VW Group signed an agreement to significantly increase the number of fast charging stations along major highways in Europe. Starting in 2017, about 400 sites are planned, with thousands to come online in the 2020 timeframe. To help reduce charging time, the companies plan to use a new type of DC fast charger, which has power levels up to 350 kilowatts. To put that in perspective, Tesla's superchargers put out up to 120 kilowatts and can fill a Model S or X battery to 80% in 30 minutes. We just wonder, if the batteries will be able to handle that much power on a regular basis. And with a fast charging network like this going into place, Porsche is pretty bullish for sales of its first all-electric Mission E. The company believes it's going to sell 20,000 a year, which would represent about 10% of its total global sales. Okay, maybe that's not the biggest news going on right now, but we'll use any excuse to run more pictures of this car. It's just that stunning. Auto Forecast Solutions says that Volkswagen will start building the new Bully van at its plant in Hanover, Germany in January of 2020. 
Bully is the nickname that's been used on VW vans for decades, similar to the Beetle nickname that was used for its most iconic car. VW showed off the all-electric Buddy concept earlier this year, but the company has decided to drop that name in favor of Bully. But it is an EV version of that van going into production, or at least something like it, in about another four years. And if you'd like to learn more about Alfa Romeo's plans for the U.S., you won't want to miss this week's Autoline After Hours. John and Gary sit down with the head of Alfa, Reed Bigland, and several executives from the company for the inside scoop on the brand. That's this Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on our website, Autoline.tv. Coming up next, John has some advice on how a Trump administration could give the auto industry some regulatory relief. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. President-elect Donald Trump says he wants to cut back on government regulations. Automakers would really like to see him follow up on that, and here's what they specifically would like to see. Get this. There are now nine different federal agencies that regulate the automotive industry, including dealers, and none of them coordinate their activities. So we often have rules from one agency that work counter to those from another. For example, NHTSA comes out with stricter crash standards that require more structure, and that adds weight to a car. But at the same time, the EPA writes stricter fuel economy standards that require lighter weight. None of these nine agencies coordinate the cost of their regulations either. At best, they provide estimates of what the cost of their own regulations will be, and then they just keep piling them on. Regulatory coordination is one area where a Trump administration could really help the industry. Just phasing in those regulations on a coordinated basis would really make a difference. Anyway, that's how I see it. Tomorrow, I'll have more to say about Trump and fuel economy regulations. As always, I welcome your feedback in the comments section. And with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.